The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the feast of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to hand him over. So, during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. He rose from the supper and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet and dry them with a towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You'll never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. And Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed, has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all, for he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garment back on, and reclined at table, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and the teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should also do the gospel of the Lord. We have come here 
for a number of reasons. We have come here to remember, uh, but that is not enough. We have come here to, to meditate and to contemplate, to speak to the Lord. But that is not enough either, is it? Have we come here to observe? Yes. But that, too, is insufficient. We've come here to do something far greater than that. We've come here to do something that you and I cannot do, but only God can do. At the Last Supper, the disciples gathered with our Lord to celebrate the Passover, the great event of their history, from Exodus to the land promised them, from slavery to freedom. They had done it many times. They knew it well. This was no ordinary memory. For them, unlike for you and for me, They were in the middle of it. This was the Passover. They were part of the original event that transcended time and was now present for them as they did what their ancestors had done. But it wasn't enough. It never could be. It couldn't fulfill our desire for God. And so our Lord did something they could not have imagined. And we can hardly imagine it ourselves. He knows that he is about to go to the cross to lead humanity not from Egypt to a material land, not from physical slavery to physical freedom, He's come to lead all humanity from the slavery of sin and death to holiness and to the kingdom of God. He knows what that will cost. They do not yet realize that. The price will be the cross. And so before he goes, he takes that great mystery that is about to come and makes it present for them now. They must have wondered what he meant. He told them about it in the Bread of Life discourse in St. John's Gospel. Many of his friends left him. They would no longer follow him because of what he was saying. Peter had said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And so now he gives to them that gift the new Passover, but not simply in a ritual or an action. That's there too, yes. But he promises to remain with us until the end of time. He promises that his sacrifice 
death and resurrection remain with us to the end of time. How? In a memory? As I said, that's not enough. To remain with us spiritually? That's not enough either. That's not how he came to earth. He came to earth in the flesh. That's how he intends to remain. That's how he intends his sacrifice, death, and resurrection to remain in the flesh. So he takes bread and says the words that we say. The priest says them in the first person singular because it is he who is saying them. This is my body. He is saying those words. The priest, whoever he is, good, bad, or indifferent, has that power from him to speak using his words because they make his priesthood present. He gave the apostles the priesthood that night. They now were to do what he did. When they said those words, he was saying them. Not them, he was saying them. This is my body. This is covenant of my blood. Do this. Notice, it's a command. Imperative. Do it. This is what you must do from now until the end of time to make me present in my flesh and blood so that I'm not a distant figure. I'm not a spiritual memory. I'm not someone who's conveniently out there somewhere. I'm here. I'm with you. It's now. It's always now when I am here. So we are here. He washes their feet as I will symbolically wash feet this evening, as a sign of his love and his service, a sign of the cross, a sign of the reason for his coming. They won't understand that either, but we must understand that. This is why he has come, to teach us this lesson. We must wash one another's feet, now and until the end of time. Our opening hymn was rather beautiful, the last verse. O Lord, when sacraments shall cease. But for the, right now, that's how he comes to us, in the flesh. What a wonderful evening this is, I always think. When the whole world changes when Jesus Christ comes to earth as he came. As he comes to us, not simply to observe, but if we are able, we're in the state of grace, and we have the faith to actually consume him. Something that Jews couldn't have imagined. But we can. We consume him to become like him. We were created in the image and likeness of God. Now he comes to us in the reality of himself. Uh, again, it's too much. I think of those words of the Anima Christi that many, many of us here know so well. One phrase is on our back wall, uh, Intratua vulnero me, within your wounds hide me. People say, why did you put that there? It's mysterious. I said, yes, I know. I think so too. That's why it's there. Uh, it's something we can't stop thinking about. I mean, if we were simply, this is my body, we can stop thinking about that. We shouldn't, because even that, that, that mystery is beyond our imagination. But the Adam of Christi is such a beautiful prayer. It's, in, it's even in our, our hymnals. But think of that uh, when you, next time when you think of this mystery. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, Fill me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. 
Oh, good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the hostile enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, call me and order me to come to you that I may praise you with all the saints forever and ever. Amen.